Live from the Talking Joe studios. It's Talking Joe with Chief and Ben. Hey, 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 it's the Chief. I'm joined by my buddy. It's me, it's Ben. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm back in the swing of it. Really grabbing 2019 by the shackles. That's it. Show it who's boss. How, you sound headlock. You sound a bit better. Yes, uh, this I am annoyed now. I don't know if this is an inside chief's mind or not, but when you got that illness and you just cannot shake that bastard, this is. Uh, uh, I know. Sometimes you think you're better, so you go, yeah. you go and do something and that's then you stretch too far. That's it. That's it. And then even walking down to the shops. That little biting bit of cold, you come back and then you're hacking it up and, oh, that was a bad, bad decision. I know, I'm not great at resting and just sitting down and just, yeah. you know. I'm a doer, I need to be doing. Yeah, well you're doing something now, you're talking doing, to Joe. Yeah, that's it, that's the most important <laughs> thing in my life. Are you back at work then, obviously? Back at work, um, but you know, here and there, I had, I had a day off yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah. Are they giving you any guilt yet or... Nah, nah. No Stay guilt. at home. Get well. Get well. That's that's the general motto. Because basically, you know, I've been in. I used to have a job in an office situation, and you know, when someone's sick, it's like, oh, for crying out loud, because it's more work. Yeah, the natural, your natural assumption is this Anger. guy's taking the piss. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, poor guy, rest up, yeah. get better. Yeah, it's like get back in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you what, I have done this week. I watched a couple of things. Ooh. Um, I watched the first episode. This is unusual for me because I generally don't watch TV series. No, can't stand it. I watched it. the first episode of that Netflix thing, Titans. The oh, DC, okay. The DC thing. Never seen it. Never seen yeah. it. Absolute stinker. Oh, God. I mean, I don't watch any what of those. What is it? Titans. It's called Titans. I don't watch like Arrow or Flash or any of those kind of shows. You know you, you know me. I, I even struggle with the Marvel stuff. Mm. Uh, when obviously Daredevil is very highly rated. But... Um, Titans, it's like um, uh, Robin and Starfire and Changeling. It's characters you've never heard of outside of Robin. Live action? Live action, yep, yep. Well, um, so, so that's not a C... Well, I wonder why that's not a sort of in the CW universe. Um, it's quite graphic. There's some F-bombs dropped in there by Robin. Oh, wow. Um, F-Batman is one of them. Um, right. oh, is, is it a bit tongue-in-cheek? It's... No, it's played straight, and that's what kind of doesn't work. Characters are a bit funky. I mean, I like these. Well, you're certainly like... not going back for no, episode two, are you? Not, they've not got me for episode two, and it's trying no. to... I did watch the first couple of episodes of that Daredevil season one. You know, it's hyper-violent, and this is that this show is trying to latch onto that. There's a big fight sequence with Robin where he's grinding people's faces against the walls and snapping people's ankles, and it feels like it's going for the R-rated. Um, but it just doesn't pull it off at all. Just nothing interesting about it at all. I didn't find. But what's the um, the other thing? Buzz about it is it is uh, it meant to be good? I'm not actually sure. Not I haven't, sure. I haven't saw a couple of people. Our buddy Dave said, you know, it's supposed to be good. The other thing I watched was, um, I think you're a fan of it. I've never seen it before. The Revenant. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. I watch that once a year usually at winter. Yeah, I do like Leo. What you know, obviously a top draw actor. I didn't think he was amazing in this. Did he get an Oscar or something for this? Hmm. He was all right. I think he, was, he did. He was all right. I thought Tom Hardy was a lot better. Yeah, no, Tom Hardy was great. He was it. really good. Um, what did you think of that bear mauling? Th- yeah, bear mauling, very good. I thought it was, Brutal. you know, nice arty film. You know, good, 
good um, cinematography, etc. Got a bit silly Hollywood at the end, I thought. It sold um, out a little bit, but... I like the fact that, um, do you know that they didn't use any... So the whole film is obviously shot outside and they didn't use any sort of lights or anything. Right. It's completely natural, ah, naturally lit. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's all right. It's very um, Oscar kind of worthy, isn't yeah. it? It's like, yeah. it's when you're watching it, it's like, okay, they're, they're all in here for the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Posted up a few um, pictures, I think, I've, on Instagram over the last few weeks, or last week, haven't we? You, you posted yeah. up some pictures of Quick You've been kick. heavy on the gram, very heavy. Quick Kick, and I think, who was the other one you did? I um, did Rock, rock Viper. Random, yeah, <clears throat> rock, I found Rock Viper. I posted up uh, some pictures of my, uh, what would have been season, kind of season one of the, this is from Palatoy, 1985, when we kind of first got the fully articulated range. Yes. Um, Posted up some pics of those that I've still got. A lot of interest in Jammer, who is AKA Stalker, but he's the Z Force variant. A lot of people want to buy that guy off me. Um, oh, yeah. I, I saw a couple of cats sniffing around that one. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I might sell. I don't know. But if I do, I'll advertise it on here. Well, what's he going I'm for? Some business. Um, I don't know. I think I've seen on eBay some, you know, good quality versions maybe 80, be 80 to 100 or? quid nah okay <laughs> but, i mean i don't know i don't know i, I i've ordered some o-rings those, are oh, little, those yeah. little bands that you know hold the waist together because a lot of them have perished so i don't know if you're going to need some i've got like a 50 pack so if if uh you need some to fix your figures yeah, you do. can uh, jump on board mine if you want also lots of mine are loosey-goosey <laughs> You know the knees have gone. <clears throat> yes, they're not they're not poseable anymore. No, no. there's no screw you can tighten for those knees, is there? I don't think. The thing is, because I used to have to get mine in the bath all the time, because we do so many setups. Yeah, I'd have to dunk them in the bath, and, yes. and that is bad that, for them. You think that soapy water is causing havoc? Yeah, and rust and I, corrosion. I tell you what, I did see you haven't. This is not something you post up online. You've sent to me personally. You have got a sweet Scalextric setup in your loft. Oh, it is. It's the dream. It's the kind of thing that when I was younger, yep. we thought you had to be a millionaire. Yeah. Now, that, I don't know, is Scalextric, is it a UK thing? Or do they get this in the States? No, no, no. It's very much a UK thing. It's right. Hornby, isn't it? And it's sort uh, of model collectors. I, I, I spoke to Emma about this. I was like, do they, I don't know if they do have it. They must do. But it's quite niche. It's quite niche over here, to be honest with you. Yeah, but I mean, because awesome. I know a lot of... A lot of the cars, especially in the States as well, they were kind of, and over here we had them like TCR, they were very smaller, slot small, cars. smaller slot cars, whereas here, Scalextric, they were the bigger models, weren't they? they yeah. were, you know, they were chunky, you couldn't get much bigger than this, and um, track was big, everything was big about it, and we, we, we collected this a lot as kids. Yeah. Christmas, it was generally a Christmas thing, wasn't it? You know, well, the Christmas, issue is your you parents... set it up at Christmas, you're allowed it up for like two weeks, and then exactly. the parents get bored, get this shit off the carpet, I'm tripping over it every day. Pack yeah. it away till next Christmas. And then, you know, out of sight, you can't see it, so it tends not to get set up much. That's right. Now, I've gone for a permanent fixture nice. in the loft. It's all decked out up there. It's a big old track. It's got a yeah. heavy straight. Yes. And I, 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 you can't get me down from the loft. I'm like, no. you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, in, you're in the loft a lot. Yeah. Do you remember I had that police rover? Yeah, rover. That was really nice. The British Rover. Lots of Porsches. We used to have lots of Porsches. Yeah, a lot, a lot of 911s doing the rounds. A lot rounds. of 911s, yeah. And um, sort of, do you remember the difference between, you know, four-wheel drive? You could get either rubber yep. band, four-wheel yep. drive, or cogged. Yes, yes. And then they developed those thing called magnet traction, where they put a magnet on the bottom of the car. First thing you do is peel that off. Yeah, unfortunately, that is 
built in now. So is it? A shame. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But, but you mean, can still it, buy the old retro cars on eBay. Oh, of course, stuff. of course. But because it's built in, it's not quite as powerful as having a bare magnet yeah, on what the it was. track, which yeah. is what it was. But there's no fun. There's no hanging out. You can't get the no. back end out if you've no. got a magnet. I used on your to car. have a couple of those stock cars. One was called Stick Shifter, and one oh, was that called... went both ways. Yeah, they were red and yellow, and they had a spinny like a uh, slot at the, at the beginning. So if you go around a corner and you've got those extra... You gave it too much tap. You gave it too much welly, it would literally spin around and you start going 180 down the other end of the track. You'd be racing the other way. Yeah, and if you've got a crossover or a junction, beware. Ah, oh, the crossovers, they were great. But if, yeah. you, if you stopped by accident on that little plastic bit, yep. you'd have to... Because yep. what I'm finding already is that this track is so big... When when you're in the beanbag and you're sat down, if you come off at the oh, far it's end, a walk. it's a walk. It's like this is a Sunday walk. Can we not get some kind of remote control pickup truck that could? Well, somehow... it's called a sibling, I think. Right, okay. <laughs> or a kid. Got, yeah, it's called a kid. We 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 got uh, my youngest, Indy. She's five. She thinks picking and putting up, you know, putting back on the cars is great. Yes. So there will yeah. come a point where that is not good enough for her. Although she puts them on very heavy-handed, <laughs> and you know there's a lot of sort of dragging them back, and it's like oh, oh. the braids, the yeah. braids, the braids, man. I've noticed now that in this uh, kind of disposable world that we're living in, scale electrics have disposable braids. You remember you used to have to thread them through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that not when, the case anymore? Now they the whole thing just clips off, and you just toss it and just put another clip in. With braids already sort of done. Ah, interesting. Yeah, a lot quicker. Okay, shall we quickly before we talk about Joe? Let's go. Uh... Inside Chief's mind. In we go. Um, yeah, so I was gonna, I was gonna have um... dark in here. I was gonna have you know uh, getting an illness and cold that you can't shake. That's a bit boring. Everyone's got that, haven't they? So um, I've got another one that's been bugging me. This one bugs has been bugging me for a long time. I encounter it on a daily basis. It's people who don't shut doors correctly. I thought you were just going to stop at people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if a door has got a door knob, there's only one way you can shut it. You pull it, you push it. If a door has got a handle, when you open the door, you have to pull the handle down. So when you close the door, I would like people to also pull the handle down and pull it too and release the handle. Because otherwise, if you just pull the handle, it makes that horrible clunk. Too sound. noisy for you. Too noisy, man. Really? Just do yeah, not I like mean, it. Uh, to be fair, just that's, do not that like is, it. That is how, as a human being, I shut a door. I will close the handle. Oh, nice. I like you. Um, I like you. Some of them are quite soft though, and you can just push, and they don't make too much noise. Yeah. Chief, you like a quiet. I like kind to of... sh- shut it quietly. If I'm, if I'm relaxing or resting or the kids trying to sleep don't be just yanking that bathroom door shut okay so basically let's delve deeper this is specifically to do with your wife well because how often are you around people opening and shutting doors i don't want to call her out personally but But it is yeah but no but also i've noticed it um a lot of other people do it as well you know if i'm i'm trying to think of a scenario where i'm somewhere where there's a a a door with a handle (laughs) i was gonna say we've got a very open plan house not any doors just arches. Okay, so you, you don't suffer that problem. Through. The way you walk through that arch, too heavy. <laughs> yeah, you but turn. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's inside Chief's mind today. I don't really like shut doors. I, I try and encourage the kids. Like, I don't really like bedroom doors shut. And Right. 
I think I've got that from my mum. She was never into it, so I I just leave them ajar. I guess yeah. that winds you up even more. Well, it's a bathroom one. I mean, I, I don't oh, care. Oh, bathroom. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, I don't yeah, care about say, the... When I say we're open plan, we yeah. do have doors on our bathrooms. No, but I don't care. If it's a bathroom, I don't mind. If I go in for a quick wee or whatever, I don't mind leaving the door open. That's fine. Uh, but the missus has a big problem. If you're in the, the toilet, you need to shut the door. the guy that's got to walk past? <laughs> well, there's only, three of, there's only three of us in the house. If there's guests over, I might shut the door. Yeah. Let's talk about some G.I. Joe comics. Let's do it. We left off last episode. We had just concluded uh, issue 24 of Real American Hero. And in that, Cobra Commander had been captured, but he escaped. Um, And Storm Shadow was left behind. So he's now in the clutches of the Joes. And there was a mysterious receipt in his pocket pointing to somewhere in Florida. Yeah, 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 he'd been shopping, yeah. And the last panel was Wild Weasel and Firefly had tracked this tracking device that was in the handle of Storm Shadow's sword to a... Everglades or to, something. <coughs> yeah, excuse me, a shack in the Everglades. And wait a minute, there's some crazy dude with double pistolas and a hood on his head. Yeah. Zartan. Zartan. Enter Zartan. Enter Zartan. So uh, issue 25, I've got the cover here in front of me. It's Wild Bill uh, in a chopper. Um, I don't know if that's Zap or not. No, it's Zap's in the other dragonfly. Um, and then it's Cobra Commander and Zartan on a water moccasin. Yeah, yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, not not truly reflective of what happens in this issue. Yeah, it's another case of just things it, happening, but, <clears throat> but amount you know put into one. Yeah, so the, basically the synopsis of this one is it's a fire flight in the Everglades. The Joes track down to uh, go down to the um, Zartan's swampland. Um, Storm Shadow is in Alcatraz. Uh, mysteriously escapes um and that, that's basically big firefight that's basically that you know what happens in this one yeah chief i had a bit of an issue with the art on this one <clears throat> okay so this is script by larry harmer pencils by frank springer inks by mike gustavich uh, letters by rick parker and colors by george russos now frank springer is possibly my favorite gi joe artist oh cry i so, thought it was a bit goonish and we're, a, we're at odds and a, already he does a yes. lack of detail <clears throat> I think he does draw it a little bit, a little bit cartoonish, a little bit, you know, curved edges where you might expect straight edges. But I don't know. I think I am possibly a little bit colour blinded because I started reading these comics when they were reprinted in Action Force, which was in 1987. And Action Force started reprinting the G.I. Joe stuff. They had a one off of issue 34, but generally from this issue, issue 25 is where they started reprinting the American stuff. So okay. this is this issue and onwards is, you know, right in my wheelhouse of where I was collecting and re- right, okay. reading for the first time. So I've got a fondness for these issues. I don't know if that's clouded, but no, I, I, I'm a big fan. Okay. Does this guy draw, as you said, for the future? Like he's basically he's, takes he's, on a big... He's, he's, on a, he's on a good run here, Frank Springer. And he kind of okay. then, a guy called Rod Wiggum comes in and they kind of alternate a little bit but they both have extended runs um, yeah so unfortunately you've got to put up with this for a while well no i mean what i was going to say is i there was an element of i actually sort of got it just took a bit of getting used to gotcha. i think especially from that um, issue 24 and then i actually kind of under uh, towards the end i sort of understood what he was going for a bit more it was more just a, an initial shock yeah because we had that sort of russ heath art on the previous one which was quite realistic and grounded 
Yes. Um, yeah, it was just some of the Zartan stuff. I was like, what's yeah. going on here? I mean, early on here, you've got the water moccasin because now uh, Baroness Destro and Cobra Commander are now going to Zartan's place. And the water moccasin here depicted a lot bigger than the toy because all three of them are in the gun turret. And yeah, we know I the toy, that. it had Copperhead as a driver and just one space in the gun turret. I mean, that's neither here nor there, but yeah, good one vehicle, of my that. favorite Cobra vehicles. I had that, yeah, yeah, or may, I might have bought that off you. I also had the Tiger Force version, did you? Yeah, don't remember that. I love that that kind of way that they were able to sort of give a Cobra vehicle, reskin it for the Joes as if they sort of captured it, you know. I yeah. like that, yeah. What that's do you think cool. of uh, Zartan's? kind of introduction is holographic basically they walk into a shack and Destro's not impressed and then you know he pushes a button or whatever and suddenly it turns into a, a high-tech yeah place. I'm down with that I didn't realize I'm more I thought I knew he was obviously a master of camouflage and stuff I didn't know he, it was tech based and he could actually make his sort of skin just turn into something else yeah because like I think when you're a kid you know you kind of just think he's like almost like not a shapeshifter well no but... he changes his face like yeah. wears masks and things yeah the, the toy came with a little mask didn't it yes I've got that I've got that Zartan with the um it's like a was the only way to get Zartan through the little bike the, his little um the swamp skier the skiff the, thing yeah I believe in the UK yes yeah he didn't come as a figure did he you had to get that that's right yeah yeah. It was a cool little thing, though. Um, um, we get the yeah, I know you're a big fan of Zartan, aren't you? He's one of your absolute faves. <clears throat> I do like Zartan, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I just remember you being a big fan anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, get yeah some no, more, we get an introduction to some more Joes here. Oh, um, yeah, it's a very busy issue. Very yeah, busy. Yeah. A lot of Joes. Yeah, I really like that scene. Basically, they're on the USS, I love it, the the USS Jane, which is not to be confused with the USS Flag, which was the big... That That's big the, the aircraft big carrier, which is, I don't know how much that goes for if you can buy it, but apparently it's well expensive. I've seen yeah, some videos huge. online I of saw a people video. putting it together in real time. But um, yeah, I love this scene, by the way, in the mess. Yeah, we get, you know, while Bill's telling us about some new guys, we've got Cutter, Deep Six, and Mutton Junkyard. There's a great panel where they kind of go into the mess hall, the canteen, and uh, there's guys eating, there's Tripwire's got his hot lunch, guys sitting down in Mutton Junkyard, and... Um, I really liked all this stuff. Really good. He's got absolutely no control over that goddamn dog. No, no. But for a, for a world class dog trainer, yeah. And that's why. And also, I really like how they um, deep six. I kind of I do get confused with all the different diving specialists. Yeah. Yep. So we've already been introduced. So we've been introduced to torpedo. Correct. Yeah. And now we've got deep six. And we, now had ship- we haven't had shipwreck yet, have we? No, we haven't had shipwreck. So Deep Six was the guy in the toy. He came in a big, big old plastic diving thing. Yes, yeah, so he came with... Oh, you dropped something there. Yeah, that's all right. He, he <laughs> came in the Shark, uh, S-H-A-R-C, which was that... I had that vehicle. Um, and he and comes... Here, you're, you're right, that figure was... He comes in a massive, bulky, deep-sea yeah. um, diving outfit, which is not posable. It's just the arms moving, that's it. But he's here, he's obviously depicted... Here yeah. as... Uh, on the spectrum, effectively. Yes. Well, he's almost autistic, isn't he? That's how they. That's how I read it. He's just got zero sort of social skills or emotions, yeah, yeah. and he's um, just a bit. What's it? Is, I thought a, that was Spurgis quite, or whatever it is. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, but more characterization from from Larry, you know, and well drawn by Frank Springer. You know, he's cut a bit bit of. He's he's got his uh his wayfinding pencils and uh, protractors out. Um, and yeah. He's having a conversation with Cutter, and he's like, "Don't let the excitement get to you." And he goes, "I won't." Yeah, just like, his uh, face as yeah, well. Yeah, brilliant. It's um, you know, because he's definitely trying to give all of these guys 
some kind of personality. Yeah, you know, he's, he's dealing he's with such a something. massive, such a massive cast of characters. I spe- yeah, because now we're really getting into it. I, I took a moment. I was like, wow, there's a lot of Joes now already yeah. in this comic. Yeah, um, they've introduced so many, but they've done it so well. Yeah, and you so, also get the first bit they pick up on Silent Interlude, where you see the tattoos on Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow's arms. This is the first kind of picking up of that because Gung Ho. He was sliced up in last issue by Storm Shadow. Yes. Snake Eyes tending to him. And you see the tattoo on Snake Eyes' arm. So now the Joes are aware. Um, yes. previously, you know, it was just Scarlet, maybe. We'll rank this as, even though Origin of Snake Eyes is issue 26, 27, we'll actually rank these three issues together because there's enough carryover from this issue into the next ones. Yeah. These three issues can be contained as an arc. Uh, this yeah. is the one where now they get that the Joes obviously are... Uh, following up on that receipt they found on storm shadow and they they've gone they've gone full bore i mean they they they've launched the uss jane with dragonflies they're going in heavy-handed to find out what that was all about yeah and i guess you've got cobra commander destro and baroness in a kind of foot chase through the swamps yeah but you also got firefly and weasel and this was an interesting point in yeah. the, in those idw hardcovers um they point out that larry harmer you know l- most of the high guys your destros your your Fireflies, your Wild Weasels, your Cobra Commanders, um, all these guys have got masks on and he wanted characters where you could see their faces faces and, and their, you know, emotions. So that's kind of why he created Dr. Venom, who was never really a, a figure. Um, yeah. And interesting, the Dreadnoughts, Hasbro had actually come to him and said, look, because they basically said, you're going to use all these figures. You know, they didn't give him any background. Here's the design of the figure, go ahead. And yes. they had, off the back of Return of the Jedi, which had the Ewoks, they had said to Harma, we want you to put some sort of cuddly, furry villains uh, in, in the comic. And he was like, he said it was the only time he stood up and said no, and they actually backed, backed down, off. backed off. Uh, and so he said, look, give me, just do some uh, Australian biker gang, whatever, that, you know, I can work with that. So then they went and designed the Dreadnoughts figures, and yeah, then, I love the Dreadnoughts. And then he, I was a big fan. And he made those um, maskless characters, you know, into yeah. into some main villains because he, he didn't want any more masked villains. Uh, yeah. Storm Shadow obviously masked as well. Uh, but yeah, good job he pushed back on those furry teddy bear villains. Yeah, do you like the Dreadnoughts? Yes, love the Dreadnoughts. Yeah, who's your fave? That is a tough one because of the original three, we're saying Buzzer, Buzzer Ripper and Torch. Ripper and Torch. Um, Torch... No, did Torch ever get a figure? We never had him over here. Yeah, we did. I had him. Torch? Yeah. Torch nah. is one of the main... Yeah. Nah, I'm disputing Dude, you. mate, you dispute it. You do your little fact checking and get back to me. What's, what series are you saying he was in? Oh, I don't know what series. I'm saying I had him. Because he wasn't with the originals. He had his aviators on. I had him. You, sh- you, sure, you sure you're not talking about Monkey Wrench? I am talking about Monkey Wrench. Yes. Yes. Yes, there we go. Hey, that didn't take long to sort out. That did not take long to sort out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hang on. They're visually very similar. Correct, yes. They've both got the beard um, and the aviators. Yeah, they are very similar. Damn it. So was he never released? I don't know. I know that... Um, I don't think we ever had him over here in the UK, but um, we'll have a look. I'll, have, I'll tell you what, I've, I've got that. I've got, of course, the 3D Joe's <laughs> art guide, which is what I should be consulting right now. Um, which I will do. 
How are you feeling? Oh, jeez. Oh, I love, I love, you're bumping around. I love, tri- I love Tripwire, man. He is becoming a comedy genius. Oh, he gets a door to the face in this one. Well, he, d- he, d- he falls off the dragonfly in the swamp. Yes, yeah. Um, he's previously... Stacks it in the glades. I think he's, this is the third time he's, uh, he's, he's stacked he's it. And there's another one coming next issue, I think. Torpedo uh, looking cool, man. Jumping off that dragonfly. Yes, yeah. very cool. Looking very good. Um, nice shootout in the, in the Everglades. Yeah. Yeah, it's really. I really. I th- it's a solid, um, solid issue. I thought. Uh, Deep Six saves the day. Um, yeah. Then they go back, and you know, I, he has a beef. Wild Bill's got a beef with him because they get back to the USS Jane, and um, you know, he says, "Oh, fancy, fancy flying there, pard," um, and want to shake on it, and Deep Six just walks past and blanks him, and then uh, yeah. someone has to hold back. Uh, I think it's Airborne has to hold back Wild Bill in case he socks him one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know. They did explain that's his character. He is just that, you know, cold you, when fish. I was, when I was reading it and just flicking through it, it was one of the few times I had absolutely no idea I was on the last page and I just right. assumed that that, could, that wasn't the last. So I didn't think it ended particularly well. Right. I, it, you know, with Zartan and... Um, Junkyard just shows um, up on his doorstep. Junkyard. Yeah, I didn't. I was. I just turned expecting another page and I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, it's fine. So that's that's kind of how it's left. Uh, Junkyard, he they they've captured Firefly and Weasel in the swamp. Yes, yeah. Because um, Junkyard trapped them, but then Junkyard ran off. Firefly's um, not and really. And also another key point: um, Storm Shadow has escaped from Alcatraz. Yes, where he was oh, taken. Yeah, that, that was that, that a whole fir- funny bit, wasn't it? Yep. No one's guarding him. Well, he the first panel, um, Roblox taking him to Alcatraz. And I like this, you know, Roblox fast he's becoming itching, one of my favourites. He's like, yeah, he's to... like, you sliced up my buddy, gung ho. He goes, try and escape, because when you escape, you're mine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he's itching for it. He's itching for it. Now he's escaped, but you can't find him. Yeah. So he's out there, and it kind of sets up the next issue really nicely, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. What you say, in issue 26 cover? Yeah, not a fan. No, this is kind of like no. the, the spread documents. Dossier and files. Yeah, but done in a way that doesn't really make me. Doesn't really get me excited. Too almost too much going on on that on that on that. Yeah, well, like well, that that stupid uh, the sis, his sister. Yeah, <laughs> the way that she's drawn is yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean this so I'm is into that. So Larry Harmer's jumped back onto art for this one. Obviously, he did the art for Twenty One. Uh, he's back on his art with Steve Lealoha doing the inks and finishes again. We've got Rick Parker lettering, uh, George Russo's colouring. Um, yeah. <clears throat> this so is... historically, this is an important issue. Well, this this is it's jumping. It's the top of my list easily so far. I, okay. had, goose, I had goosebumps reading this. Serious. Okay, well, I, I would say yes on the next issue. Right. I, I thought the next one was va- much better. Okay, uh, this is August 84, by the way. This is where we're at now, August 84. Yeah. Is it is it Nam that they're in? Um, they, it's not actually. They've is not it? named it. They've just said Southeast Asia. So yeah, I mean the Nam stuff is so cool. It's it's implied it is. Yeah. I mean, and this issue, even though it says Snake Eyes Origin, you do still have that um, scenes where they oh, are you've still got loads. Back, back in the yeah. swamp. Because I like that first bit where really cool page. The second page, you know, um, they're they're spying on Junkyard and Mutt's like hand over his face. What's this stupid dog doing? But I also really like, and Tripwire's got a goofy look on his face. But I also yeah, really yeah. like Torpedo, the way that Larry Harmer's drawn him, because he's he's Hawaiian, and he's actually drawn him as if, as if he looks Hawaiian. So I think Harmer, yes. as a penciler, is massively underrated. I, I do, I like how they, the kind of storytelling device of how they do 
all the flashback stuff. It's basically going from different people yeah. remembering yeah. it. Who does it start off with? Well, Stalker. Oh, the, the first, no, but the first bit, well, the first bit is kind of the soft master, is it? Because I love, love, love that opening bit. There's a young punk kid. Are they in Chinatown or something? Where are they? They're in a Spanish Harlem. Yeah, and that's he, he's it. gone okay. into he's gone into this convenience store. If you is it a convenience store or something like that? And uh, this kid, he's pulled a you know what is he fifteen sixteen? And he's pulled yeah. he's pulled a gun on this uh, um, Asian looking fella with old, old bald white hair, um, fat dude. He's pulled a gun on him. And there's a great page where uh, this guy explains you know how he's not going to be able to shoot with the safety on so the kid takes yeah. the safety off then he says oh now with the safety on I can jack the slide back eject the magazine basically disarms the kid and says you know I'll give you 50 bucks or whatever for this uh, empty pistol it's yours yeah and then yeah. there's a guy behind him in a hat with an Uzi and of course it's snake eyes and you find out that this is got- it looks hilarious he's incognito yeah, yeah. he's in full gear but just with a with a, a trench coat and a yeah, hat on. Yeah, I mean this is this is oh this is this is goosebump stuff for me. I just this is. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's I I I liked it. Yeah. I just don't, I'm probably not quite as, as much as you. Me. And like, Can I tell you like, something that I'm getting a little bit? Um, I think this is just a preference thing. Go on. I'm not that. I I guess the 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 climate that we live in. Um, Larry is obviously a big. He's a big gun guy, isn't he? I, well, I'm he, getting a he, bit, um, he was military, but I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if he's anti-war or not. I'm not. Actually no, 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 sure. no. I'm not coming from that stance. But I, I'm getting a little bit tired of the exposition where they keep like naming guns. Oh yeah, he's a big in, he's, in, he's, in a in a real world. It just feels like why would you ever say? You know, they're always talking a, about the full names of these. He's a big fan, and he also say, you know, have some 7.62 NATO small arms fire. Yeah, what what you don't realise about the so and so, so and so, so is you can do do this. this, this. Yeah. Feels he, a bit heavy. He but... was a stickler for um, having the correct gun depicted real in work. an issue. So if an artist drew a gun and it didn't look like the real world example, he'd send it back and say redraw it. Yeah, um, no, that's all cool that they're real world. It's just the constant. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, telling me what the gun is. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, but like, let's like, talk about the flashback. Like you say, stuff. the flashback stuff is really well done. So, like you said, the, the arrow, Tommy with the with the bandana. Yeah, because they that. they're, they're analysing this I Ching um, hexagram single uh, uh, hexagram um, sigil. Um, yeah, that's on their wrists, and then um, stalker, the stalker, stalker says, yeah. "Yeah, my time in the um, long range recon patrol uh, back in yes. Nam, whatever. It was him, kid called Tommy Arashikage." Um, and a Rashikage translates into the word storm shadow. Yeah. So at fir- the first little section yep. is from Stalker telling you the yep. story of how it happens. And there's awesome bits where they pop smoke. Yeah. And they they're, they're, oh, there's they a trooper, the isn't there? Yeah. And he has to he has to shoot an arrow through the guy to silence him. And there's that and bit. Snake Eyes just takes it, man. But yes, yeah, but yeah, but he's he's reminiscing on this picture of his twin sister to get him through. You know, I really liked all that stuff. I thought it was really yeah, really yeah. cinematic. No. Yeah, it's really good. It is really good. I, like you, know, you say, I, they're, on, they're on an evac. The chopper comes in. Snake Eyes takes one. Stalker says, leave him. And uh, Tommy drops his gear and basically rushes back and um, gets yeah, Snake Eyes onto the, the chopper. Who And uh, who's on the chopper? It's <clears throat> Hawk, isn't it? No. No? Who's no. on the chopper then? Uh, no one. Is there no, no oh, one of importance? In, inter- well, interestingly, during that scene where they're laying down cover fire for Tommy... If you look, yeah. I don't know if you've got it in front of you. Yeah, I have. Uh, top panel, guy on the mm-hmm. far left, shades, Tash. It's a Stan Lee cameo. Uh, oh, ah, yeah. are you actually saying it is? Supposedly, yes. 
God, for a minute there, I thought you were going to say it was General Douche. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and then we, yeah, <clears throat> so interweaved with this um, flashback stuff is the stuff in the swamps, and it's kind yeah. of a, I guess it's not a goon chase, but it's, it's, it's a man quite hunt. funny, isn't it's a man it? Hunt. Yeah, but it's just funny that it, you've got the he- all of the head kind of honchos of Cobra involved in this. Yeah. And uh, how do you feel about Fire- Firefly's not really being you know he's a cool guy visually but he you know he's not doing anything he's not doing much no he doesn't look like uh he can handle himself i just remember him being one of my absolute favorites but he's been a bit of a goon so far yeah it's quite a cool trap yeah a malayan tiger trap which we saw (laughs) i think back in um issues 12 to 15 i think where the guys are in sierra gordo and they make they make loads of traps in about four hours yeah, um, and so then we get... Um, I think this is when Hawk picks up the flashback. Yeah. Because he met Storm Shadow. All the soldiers are coming back from the war. Um, you know, their families are there at the airports to greet them. And uh, this bandaged, harsh, up, bandaged up snake eyes is the only one who had no one to meet him. And, um, yeah, because that day, his family have a car crash. Man, is this is right? brutal. Yeah, his family was, was uh, involved in a car crash, which will be more interconnected later. But um, Hawk's there to kind of tell him and it's yeah it's, it's yeah. very filmic and then um yeah he's like i've got nowhere else to go i'll tell you what i'll do i'll go over to japan with my uh, see my buddy tommy and get into the family business of ninjutsu yeah <laughs> takes to it very well yes yeah so what we're saying is that before he goes there when he's in nam yep. he he has got no ninja skills he's he's a trained fighter whatever obviously isn't he but yeah um, you know he probably had some innate abilities but yeah, I don't think he's he's done no ninjutsu and he's gone over and he's training with the soft master, the hard master and the young master. Yeah, what you find out is that basically he is a badass with a sword and can quite easily handle Storm Shadow in a sword fight, but no one beats Storm Shadow with a bow. Yes, they've each got their specialties. There's a really cool panel he's here. He's getting squirrels through a wall. Yeah, well, there's a really cool panel where... You know, it shows the rigours of training. He's under a waterfall. Love that. Um, they're on a he's got kendo sticks balanced on a beam, and the last panel there is straight out of Shinobi, or Shinobi yeah, straight totally. out of this. I love Shinobi, the arcade game. And there's a ninja with a sword, and he's got a throwing star, throwing it towards the camera. Love that yeah. page, that panel. Yeah, that's awesome. <coughs> Re- so, really cool bit with the um, uh, young master and uh, sorry, the soft master and hard master watching a sword fight between the two. They turn to leave, you know. And he says, who's going to win? The hard master says, Snake Eyes. And um, the soft master says, yeah, but looking back, you know, Storm Shovel is the one who cut Snake Eyes' um, ceremonial robe or whatever. And the hard master says, I don't know, um, you underestimate him. He let Storm Shadow win, so not to lose face. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then like you say, you know, he's practicing with the bow and arrow, shooting squirrels through walls because he can hear through the wall. Yeah. Um, this is, and then And then it kind of... It cuts back to the Everglades for the last page, doesn't it? And this is another yeah. one where I was like, oh, surprised it ended. I didn't, yeah. Well, before, the, before that, we got the big bit where obviously Hardmaster gets killed. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought you were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. He's, 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 he's donning the cloak. He's, imi- he's imitating he's donning Snake Eyes' style. The cloak he? of no. the chameleon. Yeah, he's donning the cloak of the, the, the mantle, the chameleon's mantle, where he, he challenges Snake Eyes. He jumps behind a screen, challenges Snake Eyes to... Um, identify who he's impersonating who he's imitating yeah. and he says it should have been obvious he was imitating you and then the hard master gets killed by an arrow so obviously <laughs> someone was trying to kill snake eyes and killed the hard master instead yeah and they identify the arrow 
as Storm the Shadows. as Storm Shadows Arrow is the one he shot that squirrel through the wall with earlier. Yeah, and also that you know you're basically meant to think no one else could make that shot. Correct. Apart from Storm Shadow. Yeah, yeah. and then like you say, the end of the the end of the issue. All, all the goons fall into quicksand. Yeah, they've been following Junkyard, um, and he's led them into quicksand. Yeah, and they're all in there. So, yeah, absolutely solid issue, but the next one was my fave. Right, so 27, this is, there's a New York subway, Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes fighting, and in the background is Scarlet and Wild Bill in a dragonfly. So immediately, though, we pick <clears throat> up with how the goons are getting out of the now, um, quicksand. Frank Springer's back on art for this one. Yeah, yeah, so the goons getting out the quicksand, or the Joes rushing to get them. Uh, tri- oh, this is tri- a bit where Tripwire falls off a log. <laughs> Head first, yeah. man. Big fan and of then, Tripwire. Oh yeah, he's great. You need that. I mean, this is actually some really funny stuff. All the cobra clowns on yeah. that tree. Yes. Trying to get up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's going on, and then we finally get into oh, it's another. It's another. Um, another flashback, isn't it? Um, yeah, they're. Rec- uh, what are they do? They want to they're, recruit him. They're, yeah? they're, they're building the GI Joe team. Um, this is obviously back in the past, and this actually happens very quickly. Word is that you know Snake Eyes is back in the UK. Let's go, Stalker and um, Stalker and Hawk basically go up to try and recruit him. Yeah, and the, I uh, thought that was going to go on for ages. I thought they were going to have a massive. But basically, it's, it's just one panel. It's like, come on, mate. Yeah, basically they get to his cabin <laughs> in. and he's like, Snake Eyes. And Stalker's like, uh, that's just a wolf hawk. There's our man yeah. behind us coming in the door. Looks like he's been out rabbit hunting without With a his... gun. Amazing. <laughs> oh, goosebumps again. I just, oh, this is just. Yeah. See, I thought they were going to have to sit there and really convince him. Right. Yeah, to yeah. come. Yeah. And then this, you know, this shows again, uh, you know, after reading this, if Snake Eyes is not your favourite Joe, there's something wrong with you after reading all these issues. Because it's oh, just, no, yeah. he comes across as so, even though he doesn't speak, he's so you know not well-rounded but they, they've built his character of you know this somewhat compassionate badass who's dealing with a lot of mental issues and, and well and he's got and a moral anguish. compass hasn't he he's got a moral compass but you know he's he's hurting inside man this guy needs a hug yeah um, and they're, they're doing he doesn't some, want one they're doing some training scarlet's laying out all these joes he's doing more of the letting <clears throat> other people win here gives her he? a massive whack on the face uh in a one-on-one training because she said give me your best shot so he's boshed her she's you know thrown him but she could tell by the way he landed that he was you know like he did with storm shadow not to lose face he's doing the same thing yeah here. he's letting her assume or think everyone think that she's won but he was in complete control yeah and i love all the artwork in the um in the next page all that green in the helicopter and you know yeah. pretty brutal where he gets his face burnt off yeah because she's they're recalling a mission aren't they who's um, he saving is it rock and roll um Who no it's scarlet Scarlet rock and oh, roll, rock and rolls in the chopper, but then sorry, Scarlet, he's in the yeah. <clears throat> Scarlet's pack as as her web gears trapped in the door. The chopper's going down, and he basically has to jump in and save her. The other the helicopter panel. rotors hit their helicopter, and this this aviation gas plume just basically straight into his speed, burning straight his whole there. head. And like he come out of the helicopter holding Scarlet, his ravaged face was moving, but no sound was coming out. Yeah. So this is where he gets yeah. his disfigurement from. Yeah. Saving Scarlet on a on a routine mission, and she tries to connect with him, but you know he's the, he's a cold fish now. He's kind of deep six in her a bit. Yeah, but this is okay. So basically, this is where I was like, oh my god, this is one of the best issues we've ever had. In basically the entire confrontation between Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes, in um, you know, in Silent New Interlude. York. All right, all oh, oh, right. When they go to on this issue, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
just how their fight and their chase just uh, moves between yeah. different environments, different locations, yeah. how it ends up to where it starts. I mean, they start off in that cafe, yeah, it ends up on a train. Yeah, it cuts back to that, that first flashback in the beginning of last issue where Snake Eyes has gone to Spanish Harlem to see the Softmaster. Um, and Softmaster says, yes, you know, we, you've got to take, I want you to take down Storm Shadow, you know, now that you're in a position, now that we know he's he's come out, he's been, he's been undercover for so long or off the radar, now he's joined up with Cobra, this is a good chance yeah. to take him out, um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, he's right outside the window, now get him! Yeah, it's quite out, Snake of, eyes. out of character for Snake Eyes because he just absolutely unleashes with the, the machine guns, the, the Uzi. There could have been everywhere. There could have been civilians outside, kids... Look dogs. at the bar. Yeah. He's absolutely mashing it up. Yeah, yeah. He is literally <laughs> just. And, and then we just get this hyper, like, uh, filmic, cinematic foot chase. Yeah. And you can just imagine the the kind of music playing as they're going through that mall and stuff. Yeah, there's really a great, well there's, a, well, there's a great scene. It's outside. He's come out the steps outside, and like you say, there's a, yeah there's, on the high street. There's three yeah. guys. There's some guys playing three card monte. There's a guy with a book stand. Kids with uh, mums with babies, toddlers guys break dancing yeah and then yeah. they're just running some through. great bants with the um street sweeper yeah yeah he's it got... keeps going <laughs> it keeps going that the, the zings is so funny yeah yeah and then yeah. you know words got back to the pit so um oh, chopper in they, with they've the, choppered um... in the vamp oh it's very um, cool to track them and then like you say they get on a, a subway fight on they top get on a train. i'd love to see yeah. this as like a, a you know i know filmed live action my favourite panel is that um, bottom left panel with the dragonfly and then the trains going in the tunnel. Yeah. A lot of motion. So awesome. Yeah, and uh, he's got his back. Storm has got his back to the to the bridge. It's going, yeah. under, it's going underground or undercover. And um, Snake Eyes, there's uh, flashbacks. You know, he's got being hit and Tommy saving him back in Nam, And he's like, maybe there's something more to this. Throws away his knife. Storm Shadow's like, you want me to come at you? And that, that bottom panel, just before, the page before Storm Snake Eyes throws away his, his dagger. Yeah. And there's a, it says no clearance, and you can see Storm Shadow's about to get hit in the back of the head. Storm Shadow is stacked, man. Look at the way Frank Springer draws him. He's wide as a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been doing a lot of back. He's been doing a lot of lap pull-downs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he throws away his knife, so Storm Shadow lunges at him, and obviously... You know, they they fall clear of this low hanging bridge. Storm Shadow. I just love it how they're having that conversation. You know, it's heavy conversation in the middle of those two train yeah, carriages yeah. speeding along. And it's amazing. This is again, you know, the power of Frank Springer and and Larry Harmer to a great extent. That that you you say they're having a conversation, but it's actually only one guy speaking. Mm, yeah, you know, of that, course. That's, sorry. It's, yeah. It's the, well, no, it's, it's not sorry. Is it? It's a, it's a testament to how good they've constructed that those scenes that is they're having a conversation even though it's only one guy speaking it's amazing how much is conveyed um, yeah and then yeah, they, they kind of had before the other because well, you know what snake eyes is thinking yeah. you're doing that for you know yeah. you're doing the talking for it's him his sword brother you, like... you know he saved him in nah maybe there's something more to it and then that's when storm shadow says you know back in the day when the hard master was killed i saw a masked dude escaping in a cobra helicopter so it might have been my life's mission to infiltrate cobra yes. and when i get high enough up the ranks cobra Big commander reveal. or someone will, will let me know who that killer was and i can bring him to justice and um love that great bit at the end uh the sub cars subway cars stopped um while bill and scarlet rush in they see it just a uh you know just obviously it's monotone but just a 
uh, a stationary, solitary snake eyes sat down with I his love back it. against sat the thing. Down. Where's Storm Shadow? Why do I bother asking? You never answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. They didn't buckle and do you know a sweet moment there. Yeah. It's just, no, he yeah. is in one. And then right admittedly, now. the last panel, you know, the Joes, um, Cobra Command saying the Joes have disappeared in the swamp. And then Zartan says, let's call it the Dreadnoughts. Um, yeah. It is quite a good break point because the next kind of three issues do, you know, form a good story. So I think we're okay to rank these three together. Okay. How many Yojo Colas, <clears throat> I'm just looking, just before I do that, I'm just looking in the, the back of this issue because I've got some letters here. Uh, let's, let's see what we've got. Um, Dear Joes, I just read issue 24. It was the best ever. The cover was great. So was the art by Russ Heath. I love the idea of hiding Cobra Commander in the Rockies and making him work. I also love the Skyhawk, and Storm Shadow is a great character. I have a couple of questions. When will we see a profile of Snake Eyes, and is Firefly a ninja? And the aunt, this is, I, that was from, I wonder why he's asking if why, Firefly's... Yeah, I think just because his outfit is pretty much Get the up. same as Storm Shadow's, but in a different colour. You know, it's that... Oh, yeah. I mean, I never, but, I never, but made, he was I never had that confusion. he was foreshadowing something that, you know, uh, would actually yeah. happen later. And that's from Bob yeah. Baxter. Um, and the answer, the, the reply was, a Snake Eyes profile ran in issue 19. Bob, sorry you missed it. Firefly is not a ninja. He appreciate his, his, he appreciates, his specialities are sabotage, demolitions, and terror. However, he also has infiltration skills since he's never been seen entering or leaving any target area. Love it. <laughs> As we're about to cut to him being a goon in a swamp. Correct. I love his get-up. He's probably my... He's so cool. And there's also an advert at the bottom of this uh, letters page which says, the Transformers are coming. And it's just got blacked-out silhouettes of some strange things at the bottom. That's exciting. That's exciting. Um, yeah, so what are we saying yep. about this uh, yo joe Yo Joes. You want me to go first um, or you? You go first, buddy. Uh, it's a nine. It's easily nice. It's top. It's gone straight to the top for me. It's not not even a question about that. Okay. Wow. Straight in there with a nine. I was gonna go <clears throat> high eight. Uh, so the highest. Well, it's difficult because I'd probably give the first two eights and that last one nine. So I feel like they bring it down to an eight. That would be my average. Okay. But the highest eight we've had. Okay. All right. So you're gonna slot that one um, in at third place on the list. And Chief is putting it in at the top. It's going to be... I'm interested... Yeah, because I just feel like we really are looking at eights and above now. Well, I... Um, I'm wondering when there's going to be an issue that's going to like be a stinker because they're just not coming. No. Every issue is just fantastic at the moment. When I read these the other day, I actually couldn't stop. So I read about another four issues. Yeah, I wanted I to. Literally I literally just to couldn't. Say... I just couldn't put them down. So... Um, it is getting like that now. I'm going to go back and, and read the next three as well. We're going to... So we're going to go for issues 28, 29, and 30 for our next pod. So if you want to read along with us. Do we, um, are we getting into, we must be getting into 1985 at some point. Well, this point. was August we... 84 here. So, okay, okay. Uh, we'll soon be getting into, yeah, 85. Um, we are getting through it, Chief. We're not doing too bad, are we? Seriously, I mean, those dodgy issues in the, uh, you know, they, they seem like a long time ago. Well, they, that was a lot of scene setting, was it? Uh, you know... I don't think Harrod, Larry Harmer or anyone involved thought it was going to last past a couple of years. And now, so, you know, it's why bother, why bother building this big world with these characters if it's going to get cancelled. But now the numbers, and uh, I've got some numbers, maybe for the next pod we'll, we'll dig out, yeah, dig out some time, numbers of what it was well selling. Established. I think at this point it was doing well and yeah. they realised they had something, uh, you know, a hit on their hands here. And in 85, it's going to start challenging X-Men 
and Avengers for for you know the Marvel's top wild. selling book. So they had something. So now it's really hitting the ground. And I guess the toys were a massive part of that as well. Of course, yeah, of course. The toys were huge, weren't they? Toys were big, especially especially in the states. But I mean, you know, we've seen we've we've posted up that there were TV commercials, you know, for the, for, the, yeah. for these comics. I don't know if other comics had TV commercials or not, but. We'll see if we can find the most recent ones and post them up. I think the voice of Cobra Commander is the voice that they use in, Starscream. The, in the cartoon. But the voice for Destro is, whoo, yeah. that's dodgy. Yeah, you don't like that. The, the, what's the this, the um, voiceover in that is um, uh, Destro. He's an evil man with an <laughs> evil plan. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It's inter- yeah, I quite, when does that stop? Because at the moment, there's an advert for every all the issues that we're doing. Not sure. I wasn't even aware these existed till someone pointed them out to us. Um, yeah, you know, a few weeks ago. So, yeah, they're great. I, li- I like it. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, re- read along with us, please. Um, Twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. If you've got the issues from back in the day, great. If not, the collections, as you can attest, are easy to find and not expensive. Yeah. Now I'm about to move on to. I think these next three are covered in my volume three. Yes. And then after that, I will you're, be you're- digital for the next. 10 or 12 issues yep and then i think you've got volume five you've got the idw reprint haven't you and then yeah up. so this is depending on how dig goes yeah uh, i do quite like having something tangible i have to say but i i did have a little sneak forward when i bought the digital copy on comiXology yes. and i was like wow the quality is amazing yeah. it's so sharp and the colors i was like this is quite impressive and you know how I don't know how you read digitally. Do you still read it as one page, or do you do that thing where it pushes in and it's cool, it's quite what? sort of cinematic where it when kind you of swipe zooms it. panel to panel? Yeah, I like to have it. Um... But you can choose to see the first. You can, yeah. you can choose to see the whole page first mm-hmm. and then go into that. I like to have it whether I'm reading it on my tablet or on my laptop. I like to have it full screen. Well, no, mm-hmm. kind of a half zoom, so I see the first half of the page. And I kind of scroll down to the bottom of the page. Yeah, there's all these really cool settings that you can sort of customize it to. You know, when you finish the last panel, it can show you the page in its entirety. So you get a feel, yeah, you know, and yeah. then it goes on. Yeah. So we'll we see. Yeah. Um, we shall see. Okay. Um, obviously, we've got to um, do a little something called Chief Asks Ben a question. Chief Asks Ben a question. What'll he say? What'll he do when Chief Asks Ben a question? Can't wait. Um, it's not another Arsenal <clears throat> one. Ugh, no. Dark times. If you were a Transformer, as, yes! as in a robot that could turn into something, yeah. what, what, be, what yeah. vehicle would you be? Honestly, probably a Lambo. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? I reckon. There was a contest, wasn't there? Do you remember who he was? A Sideswipe who was the and Sunstreaker, con- I think were both. Two. Yeah, yeah. Sunstreaker, yeah, Sunstreaker yeah, yeah. Sunstreaker was the yellow, Sideswipe was the red. Was it, was it as simple that all the Autobots were cars and all the Decepticons were planes? Is that right? No. Not, Maybe not it was really. initially, then, then they went, then they loosened well, up Well, I don't that. know. Initially, you I know. I think initially it was. Well, first wave, kind of, what, kind of four-wheeled vehicles, you mean? Because obviously you had Ironhide and Ratchet, which were kind of like, uh, Ratchet was an ambulance, Ironhide was like a truck. You had Inferno, who was a fire engine, Grapple. yeah. Uh, there was a lot of similar. Loves mo- the the train. A lot of similar molds that were just different colours. So Ironhide and Ratchet were the same kind of mold, but just different colours. Grapple and Inferno, Sideswipe and Sunstreaker. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know the Seekers 
were the Decepticon planes, you know, your thund- yeah. Thundercrackers, your Skywarps, your Starscreams, Starscream, all those dudes. Yeah, um, yeah Chief, I'd probably be a Lambo, <clears> I think. A really fast, obnoxious supercar. Right. <laughs> Does that surprise you? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can... You, well, you're quite limited. I mean, what are you going to transform into? Either something that flies, something that drives. Um, yeah, vehicles you know. kind of, you know, obviously later on they kind of had the Beast Wars stuff. Or no, even, I guess, some of the... <laughs> I tell you what. Some of Soundwave's tapes, obviously, Laser Beak or Ravage. I didn't realise until I bought him recently, I bought a G1 Soundwave. I didn't realise how many tapes he had. Yeah. yeah. There's loads. I mean, I don't... He had Rumble and Frenzy who were the, they transformed from a tape into a robot. Um, then you had Laserbeak and Ravage, who were the, I think that was yeah, the original four, but had, then he had even more after that. He had Ratbat, he had Ratbat. He, who was the other um, flying, I always get him confused with, with uh, Laserbeak, but it's Buzzsaw? not Laserbeak. Yeah, Buzzsaw. I, yeah, that's I'm I've not got. sure if Buzzsaw, someone can correct me on this, If I'm not sure if Buzzsaw is just Laserbeak, but the Japanese version. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm not, the, I don't um, know what's fact. that company that they all came from? Yeah, the ta- uh, Takato or t- Takato. Something like, yeah, I don't know. Not Tato. That's video games. Because I'm looking at the moment. I'm on the hunt for a G1 Prime, but not you got to pay dollar for that, and you? Not the cheap sort of jab. The, I'm looking for the Hasbro one. Yeah, you know, that's top dollar. I think. No, it is. It is, but I absolutely need it. Right. Okay. <laughs> if you need it, you need it. I guess. I've, I. I. Uh, just one more thing on Transformers because I. I I imagine you were the kind of guy that really got stressed out by the fact that Megatron yes. transformed into a handgun that Starscream would use. Um, and that there is obviously a, a huge issue there. Size. Size. I think yeah. initially it was, like, it was like a question of how is that possible? But I think over time <laughs> it's just more like, you know, he's obviously got some kind of size changing ability inside him. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cause, yeah. Okay. I know sometimes you struggle with the, um, you know, the sort of suspension of disbelief. Disbelief. Yeah. Like, because how would you feel, for example, some of this GI Joe stuff that we're reading? Yes. Um, if that was directly put into, because you weren't really that big on the cartoon that I was like, and I remember recently you said, ah, oh, there was you were trying to watch the movie and you couldn't really get through it, and you were like, ah, it's just silly, and I was like, well, I don't remember the story being that out there no and it's probably you know just as silly as some of the stuff that's happening in the comics but for some reason comics get a pass but having said that i am up for revisiting the uh, animated and if you want to do we could do a a a bonus massively up for that do some boco bonus content um of our animated watchings yeah we just do the um the uk films that came out which were basically stitched together versions of the US TV show. Yes. Put into sort of 90 minute okay, features. Right, gotcha. There's only about four of them. Yep. But um that because I have to say they did a lot of the characterization that I then when I was playing with them I would always they would be the characters the voices that were set up. and the you know uh, Yeah, the voices there which are you know their characters are the sort of same types of people that they are portrayed in the comic. Yes. So I think everything does come from Harmer in terms of their, you know, their characters, but the cartoon played a massive part yeah. in my kind of GI Joe yeah. fandom. Yeah, but yeah, good stuff. Um, if you want to get involved, we're on social media. We're at Talking Joe Comics on Instagram. 
Um, we are at Talking underscore Joe on Twitter. Had some some good, good. Where's it all happening? Good bunch of followers. We had about twenty followers uh, in the last week. Join up. Um, Hot damn! So good good action there. We're on we're on Facebook. Talking Joe A G I Joe podcast. You're still trying to stoke that Facebook group. Still sort of something that. going. You know, old Wolf is Mark Seddon is the main guy. He posts something most days with some 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 oh, good nice. stuff. So thanks to him for that. Um, Cheers, bud. We are. We've got an email address. It's talkingjoecomics at gmail Still waiting for that question. Still waiting for that first email. Um, oh, when that comes in. Oh, it's happy days. Stop everything Stop and just the ring presses. me. I am, just ring yes, me. Fact. Um, how are we doing? Are we, are we, have we got listeners? You, you're in charge of all the stats. So are people listening to it? That's what I want yeah, to know. Hey, we're on, for a, we're on for a good Q1 and we will be getting bonuses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the bonus mean? We're going to do another episode. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. a cash bonus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's really good. We're just seeing a steady increase of followers and stuff and downloads. Yeah. And if there's, you know, look, we way more listeners than I, ha- than I ever thought we'd have. Yeah. Yeah. It's niche. Is G.I. Joe niche? I think I it, mean, is it, niche. Feels niche. it is niche. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if even within the comics universe, it's niche, isn't it? If you're listening and, you know, thank you for that. But also we want to make the show better. We want to make the show for you guys, the listeners, you know, spread the muck. Everyone who <laughs> says on Twitter or Instagram, you know, like the pod, you know, that's, that's, you know, we love that. We love that. We get a massive kick out of that and we want to make it better. So if we're doing the things you don't like, or you want to hear more of certain things, let, Whoa! let us know. That's English for stop a horse, Chief. <laughs> I don't want more. I don't want more errors on the show. No. no. Okay. <laughs> well, we almost made a massive one, but that torch one. I'm still going to research. Yeah, that. do it. I'll do it as well. Monkey wrench. Monkey wrench had the. I think he had like the maroon and blue, and he had he, a, he was had a, a real good. He had a grenade in the, in belt. The he had a grenade belt. Yes. Yeah. No, you're so right, dude. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I don't know okay, why. Well, let's find out if they ever had a figure for torch. Yeah. For torch, yeah, and we'll up. Yeah, torch. Didn't he have like leather waistcoat type vibe? Possibly. No? Just had the big uh, flamethrower, didn't he? So that was his thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Then. Okay. Yep. So issues 28, 29, 30 next week. We'll be here same, same time, same GI Joe channel, um, and we will catch you then. Have a good week, everyone. Have a great week, everyone. See you next week. No, no. No, no.